0: Tim Curry
1: <laughs> Are we going to talk about the movie at all?
0: I don't know, are we? I don't know no.
1: It's good, it's a good movie <laughs> It's
0: a stupid movie
1: I think It's one of Tanner's favorite movies I think
0: And therefore we're obligated to discuss it Because this is the Tanner Podcast
1: <laughs> That's not the point I was trying to like, I was Welcome just, like, to
0: the Tanner Show I The can, show made for Tanner
1: I can think of people That I know who probably would listen to this That Are very enthusiastic about The Clue movie
0: Some of whom are Tanner
1: (laughs) I think Tanner, I could be wrong Here's the thing, I have such a garbage memory I could be completely wrong
0: I hope you're wrong, I hope Tanner hates (laughs) That movie (laughs) But we explain this as being Entirely for Tanner
1: They're gonna be like I've never seen the Clue movie in my life
0: Well who doesn't know Cluedo?
1: The board game, sure. Not everyone's seen the movie.
0: Well, it's fine. How much do you really need to know that you don't get from the board game?
1: F- Flames. F- <laughs> Flames. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to... Whatever that shifty sorting hat says, they ought to do. I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted. He said, "So." Doctor Black.
1: Mister Body.
0: Doctor Black.
1: Mister Body. Doctor Black. <laughs> Mister Body.
0: <laughs> but I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure. You're not a wizard. You're dead. dead. Hello and welcome to Sorted.
1: I'm Alex I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. Harry
0: Potter is inherently flawed and sorting even more so, but it's still fun to view characters in this way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a joke and I didn't have one. So, to say like.
0: My favorite thing about the fact that we have, like, adding my little bit, like, Harry Potter is inherently flawed, is the fact that you then have to take over. <laughs> And start things <laughs> off, and I don't have to go um, d- uh,
1: sorting. Instead, I do that. Yeah, and that's much more my brand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's spooky season. It's Halloween. It's like half a week before Halloween. Yeah, when this episode drops, which so. is the
0: latest we've ever done Halloween before Like the, every other year, we've done two Halloween episodes. We're only doing one this year. Yeah, because we d- didn't want to deal with it.
1: We got busy and it just didn't happen, and we only had one idea. So
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> um, and that idea was to bring back our idea from last year.
0: <laughs> your idea. This is all your yeah. idea. Yeah, like if this so. is a disaster, you're to blame.
1: I, I t- I'll take that. I mean, this podcast is always a disaster, so that's what we're <laughs> here for. Um, if you don't recall from last year for october we sorted spooky board games yeah specifically one night ultimate werewolf yep. and betrayal at house on the hill
0: yes. both
1: of which are spooky but also like very um like the very social games
0: Shh. okay sure
1: and i would argue that today's subject is a fairly social game as well yeah less so <laughs> less so but still like a little bit
0: I mean, I, I, I can play it on a tablet with no social interaction
1: Okay, but it's more fun
0: <laughs> Well, what game isn't?
1: Okay, that's true
0: We're sorting Cluedo We're
1: sorting Clue, the board game the,
0: the game is called Cluedo It's an English game <laughs> There's some contention in England. here <laughs> It's an English game created in England And its name is Cluedo because it's a pun on clue And Ludo, the Latin for to play it's a very clever board game name
1: It is a good joke
0: But as we've learned from The Sorcerer's Stone America can't handle anything remotely clever So
1: we just call it Clue
0: Because you're all a bunch of dummies
1: It's a game about collecting clues
0: I'm surprised you're intelligent enough to be able to play the game wow. And solve the mystery as a country Not you specifically
1: Okay, that I mean that's fair <laughs> I love Clue I'm not very good at it <laughs> <laughs> I will admit that I'm not very good at it
0: you got offended
1: <laughs> Well yeah, it was mean coming from you But it's fine coming from me, I know I'm a dumbass
0: I know you're a dumbass
1: <laughs> Yeah, but like it's different I'm your husband Yeah, it's fair <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I do love Clue though
0: What is it?
1: Um, Clue is a Parker Brothers board game Not originally
0: No, Waddington's I believe mm-hmm. Waddington I presume <laughs> This sounds like the name of someone who would invent Cluedo.
1: It really does. Um, so Clue is a classic board game where you play as one of a series of party guests who have arrived at a mysterious manner to find their host dead.
0: Leg- well, they don't arrive and find sure,
1: dead sure. I mean, th- this is wh- the game starts where your host is dead. Someone who is at the party did it, mm-hmm. and you have to collect clues to figure out who it was. It could be you, and you don't know
0: Yeah, you don't really care if it's you though If if it's you, you're perfectly happy to send yourself to jail (laughs) Because it's a board game
1: Yeah, the winning comes from solving the mystery
0: Yes Everyone gets given some cards that represent rooms, characters, and weapons So it's who did it, where they did it, and how they did it before the game even starts though One of each is taken aside And those are the actual ones And then everyone else's ones that they have got in their hand Are clues to solve the puzzle So you know those cards couldn't have done it And then you have to try and go around and see everyone else's cards By making guesses and predictions And they have to show you if they're one of those cards Because it's a game of honesty About one of them being a secret murderer
1: <laughs> It's essentially a game of process of elimination Kind of You're trying to figure out What's not in anyone's hands
0: Yes, but if you're really clever You can figure it out without even seeing the cards
1: I'm not that advanced of a player I know you are But I can't can't. So in the spirit of the game today uh, While we are sorting Uh Uh-huh I have randomly selected (laughs) A person A place and a weapon And as we go through the sorting You will be asking questions Uh To try to determine who did it, where, and with what?
0: And there's no way this could possibly go wrong
1: Oh, it's gonna be a disaster <laughs> Like I said, I'm not that good at Clue Like, this isn't very well thought out
0: Yeah, mm-hmm
1: <laughs> You wanna get started? Okay
0: Cluedo has a breadth of well-developed, fleshed-out characters Uh-huh Let's get into them and their personalities Yes Who's up first, Alex?
1: Uh, Mrs. White!
0: Mrs. White!
1: Originally the (laughs) maid and then she worked in the kitchen at one point.
0: Mm. I think in like the the like the beta version of the game, the very initial design, she'd have been like she was like a nurse, like a like a a nanny kind of role. But yeah. I always knew Mrs. White as the house the the maid. Mm hmm. The cook, the cleaner, all that sort of stuff rolled into one.
1: She's had a few different roles and different iterations of the game, but she is... So
0: she's the only playable character who's not actually a guest at the party. Yes. She works there.
1: Yes. She's just doing her job. Yeah? Unless she did a murder.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: In which case, that's not in her job description.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why would she want to kill her employer who pays her the money?
1: Maybe he wasn't paying her well enough. Oh. There is some, like... Clue lore. Do you want me to pull up the lore for you?
0: I would love some Clue lore.
1: Okay, so Mrs. White. Mm. Mrs. White was originally named Nurse White. Yep. And then her character changed from nurse to cook, and then eventually sort of became just a maid. Um, She's usually an older woman. Yes. But sometimes is less old. It sort of depends on the iteration of the game. Also, I, su-
0: I guess she's married.
1: I, supposedly. There are, you know, like a hundred different versions of this game. Yeah. I am primarily versed in Scooby-Doo Clue. <laughs> that is that is the version that my family owns.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. And Mrs. White is the only character that is not a
0: Scooby-Doo <laughs> character. <laughs> it's so weird.
1: It's like the Scooby Gang and Mrs. White. They
0: could have just put like Scrappy in.
1: I know, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. It's everyone in Mrs. White, that classic Scooby-Doo character
0: So therefore, Mrs. White is a multi-dimensional character who exists both in reality, or the reality of Cluedo, and also Uh Scooby-Doo (laughs)
1: Uh-huh Now, anyway, uh, in more, I think since like 2016, they have phased out this character Why? I'm not sure why exactly, but they've they've updated her to Dr. Orchid, who Uh, we've seen in the digital version that we play
0: mm -hmm. Oh, it's because they hate old people
1: I don't know, maybe. Or maybe it's because they wanted more diversity in the game. Hmm. Dr. Orchid is um, displayed as uh, an Asian woman.
0: Hmm. Diversity of race, but not age.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the info I have on Mrs. White. That she's just changed a few times over the years.
0: So she's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. She works hard, she cooks, she cleans She mm-hmm. does all the Hufflepuff things
1: Yeah, she's absolutely a Hufflepuff Yeah Cool, uh, now that we have sorted her <laughs> You have the opportunity to ask Mrs. White Uh-huh Two questions
0: Two questions
1: You can ask her who she saw
0: Uh-huh
1: What she saw Uh-huh Weapons Or where she was Right We're looking for the thing that isn't going to show up Yes When you ask these characters these questions
0: Really not sure how this is going to work Or if, but Okay Mrs. White
1: mm-hmm.
0: Whom did you see
1: Mrs. White saw Mr. Green
0: Reverend Green
1: So therefore he has an alibi and it wasn't him
0: Okay, now mathematically There's no possible way I can actually Solve this
1: By the end of the game it will be a little bit of a Of a guessing game <laughs> So not the point But I didn't wanna <laughs> roleplay an entire Game of Clue <laughs> On our podcast So you're just gonna have to suck it up And make an educated guess
0: Mrs. White Mm -hmm. Where did you see What? How does that What? (laughs) Where was she? Oh okay that's what we're doing Where where were you?
1: Uh, Mrs. White was in the ballroom
0: Okay so it's not remotely Possible for me to eliminate all the rooms then
1: There is at least one character That has multiple rooms listed
0: So there's one character who is in multiple places Simultaneously
1: Yeah they're connected (laughs) it's fine
0: the uh, the, uh, the the flavor of the game is starting to fall apart here <laughs> When you're saying that these people were in these rooms
1: Look, I'm
0: Although, to be fair Mrs. White told me that Reverend Green was in the ballroom She didn't say that she was there
1: Well, she saw him through the doorway, probably Because he was somewhere else
0: Okay, I guess that's all I get to ask
1: Uh-huh Okay <laughs>
0: Fine, moving on, I guess
1: I mean, here's the thing If I gave you all of her info
0: Uh-huh
1: Then it's not a guessing game at all Nope It's not a game I
0: wouldn't argue that this is what <laughs> I Let's talk about the next character It's everyone's favourite, Blue <laughs> uh,
1: Blue is represented by Miss Peacock Mrs. Mrs. Peacock Peacock
0: Mrs. Peacock Okay It's the only title shared between multiple characters
1: Oh
0: Yes, so In case it wasn't clear the six, the characters in this game are all colors.
1: Yeah. Which is very clever.
0: They've got red, blue, yellow, green, purple and not orange.
1: Oh, yeah. They
0: have white instead.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do think that like the way the characters in this game are named is very clever. Yeah. I I love it so much. It
0: sure is, especially when the victim is Dr. Black. <laughs>
1: All right, so Mrs. Peacock.
0: Mrs. Peacock
1: is described as she's a like very, a
0: socialite.
1: Yeah, a very dignified, elegant character.
0: I know. It's, there are some, sometimes she is described as being Miss Scarlet's mother.
1: Oh yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: Which I'm not quite sure how that works out name wise. Yeah. <laughs> Why she's Mrs. Peacock? She
1: remarried.
0: I guess. She
1: it, definitely that would have been it. Sure. Um.
0: After she murdered Mr. Scarlet, I guess.
1: Probably. Who knows?
0: Uh <laughs> Wealthy socialite.
1: Yeah, in the original, no. apparently she wore a tiara. Oh. Like she was like I am fancy and
0: royal. Princess Peacock. Yeah. So she should have been.
1: Maybe. That could have been fun.
0: Yeah. Lady Peacock. Dame Peacock. Yeah. There are so many titles. <laughs> and they just had I know multiple they misses. they didn't use very many. Yeah. Even Mrs. White could have been Nurse White like
1: well she was originally nurse wife Well exactly so, yeah.
0: so they could have had more titles But no Two misses <laughs> Sexism What is this A game from Sexism the 20s Sexism
1: in my Very old board game
0: It's more likely than you it's think It's
1: more likely than you think uh, Miss Peacock gives me club vibes
0: Because
1: Blue Tiara <laughs> <laughs> Tiara The Ravenclaw Diadem Yes,
0: I know the Ravenclaw Diadem That is not an inherent Ravenclaw trait Because the founder happens to have a nice hat
1: It's a vibe
0: (laughs) You didn't even mention Bird
1: Also Bird It's all coming up, Ravenclaw
0: Is there anything vaguely actual about this?
1: Um I mean, is
0: she remotely intelligent?
1: No, she's probably a Slytherin. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) if if we're going with this law that we've just created in that she kills husbands and remarries, (laughs) that's uh, the same as um, Blaze Zabini's mother. Yeah. Slytherin. Slytherin. I'm putting her in Slytherin.
1: I I don't know. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably a Slytherin. Like, upper class, cares about appearance and appearing. Fancy.
0: Yep. Wearing jewelry to up her status. Yeah,
1: which is also very dramatic, and we know that Slytherins are the most dramatic. (laughs)
0: Yeah. By far, the majority of jewelry in the Harry Potter series is Slytherin-associated.
1: Necklace and a ring. Yeah. 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 Take that. (laughs) Slytherin! Alright, what would you like to ask?
0: Okay, I guess I'll ask Mrs. Peacock what she didn't see being used for murder, weapon wise.
1: Yeah, so there was a rope that she saw. Okay. Um, no one using
0: <laughs> to commit murder.
1: Yeah, it was just there.
0: There could have been a different rope, but this is the only rope in the mansion.
1: Yeah, only rope in the house, and uh, hey, this
0: game's stupid. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, n-
0: not your game. I mean, just Cluedo oh. in general.
1: Yeah. Like, so much fun though I the,
0: the idea that like Well he couldn't have been stabbed Because I'm holding a knife in the kitchen And there's only one
1: <laughs> There's only one knife in the kitchen In uh, the whole kitchen
0: Where did you see something?
1: Miss Peacock uh, Was in two rooms
0: Good <laughs>
1: <laughs> Miss Peacock saw both the lounge and the library. And there was no murder that occurred in either of those. <laughs> this is so stupid. The lounge and the library are like connected. Okay. I don't know if that's true on it's the board. It's not.
0: They're on opposite sides of the board.
1: <laughs> oh, they're connected by a secret passage. No,
0: not that opposite. Oh, dang it. That lounge is in like the lower left corner. And then the library is just above the lower right corner.
1: The lounge does have a secret passageway, then.
0: Yes. To, to the, the conser- kitchen? To conservatory. conservatory. Yeah, and, and the, the conservatory goes- has the billiards room between it and the library.
1: Yeah. And the kitchen goes to the study. Yeah.
0: So basically, the lounge <laughs> and the library are about as far apart as possible.
1: This was randomly determined much the same way that cards are dealt.
0: It's just impressive that she was looking in these two rooms but couldn't see any of the many rooms between them.
1: Selective vision.
0: Uh huh. Hey, you know who might be a Ravenclaw? Oh, yeah? Professor Plum.
1: Professor Plum.
0: The best character. Yeah. My favourite character. Sure, yeah. And it has nothing to do with the fact that the rules say that Professor Plum goes first for no particular reason.
1: That... Is an English thing mm. um, As far as I know uh, Miss Scarlet goes
0: first So mine's the original thing And then they changed it For your version Either way Deciding this particular character right? Goes first Is a stupid way to do it Because then like Everyone's like Which character do you want to play And I'm always just like Yeah I'll take Professor Plum Because he goes first
1: I mean that's fair You should definitely Not use that <laughs> Determining factor For no. who's going first it's Roll stupid. a
0: die Yep The game gives you dice <laughs> yeah. Or, like if you want to do a fun flavorful way, draw the card before you like set the game up.
1: Oh yeah, that's like, like randomly draw- assign who your character is. Yeah, yeah.
0: using the game resources unique to the game. Yeah anyway, Professor Plum, what can you tell me about him besides Professor Plum?
1: I have a little description here.
0: Plum means purple.
1: <laughs> Plum is a purple color. Um this is from sportsfeelgoodstories.com, by the way. <laughs> Oh. These little descriptions that I've got. So like take that with a grain of salt, I guess. I think
0: I would probably find it more reliable if it was from AO3, but
1: Um, <laughs> Professor <laughs> <laughs> Plum is often portrayed as a youngish or middle-aged intellectual who uses his wits and knowledge to solve crimes. Mm. Usually shown wearing a bow tie and glasses in the 1990s, his occupation was changed to archaeologist.
0: I'm used to depictions of Professor Plum being quite young, looking like Mm
1: -hmm. 30
0: at the absolute oldest, probably more in his 20s, but he's a professor. Yeah. That's stupid.
1: Yeah. He's an Indiana Jones type.
0: (gasps) Yeah, but Indiana Jones is old now. Now? How old was Indiana Jones? How old was Harrison Ford in the first Indiana Jones movie? I bet you he was closer to 40 than 30.
1: Yeah, because I know that Harrison Ford didn't start acting until he was relatively old.
0: Yeah. In, as far as
1: like actors Indiana
0: go Indiana Jones won I don't remember the titles of any of these movies Raiders of the Lost Ark, is that one? Yeah That was 1981 Harrison Ford This is very important
1: This is very important
0: <laughs> Harrison Ford was 39 Okay So like, yeah
1: Older than Professor Plum?
0: Yeah sure. Old enough to be a professor
1: Sure Sure. Yeah. Why is he depicted so young? That doesn't I don't make know. Any sense.
0: Alternatively, he's Christopher Lloyd.
1: Yes, that's important. Yeah, um, he's like
0: one of like three actors in that movie that I knew going in. <laughs> so they made a movie.
1: They did make a movie. A cluey. A cluey. Professor Plum is Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. And probably a Ravenclaw.
0: Yeah, he's a, a professor. Smart. The Smirched. only the only thing we know about Timmy's he is an intellectual. He's an academic.
1: He wears glasses.
0: He studies for fun.
1: Yeah, he's the he's the nerd. He's the nerd of Clue.
0: He's the one nerd. <laughs> okay.
1: Who else is a nerd? In Clue? I don't know who isn't. Miss <laughs> Peacock.
0: Yeah, she's a jewelry nerd.
1: <laughs> Everyone's a different kind of nerd.
0: Yeah. Sports nerds Fashion nerds Everyone's a nerd
1: Sure Do you have a question for
0: I suppose I should
1: Professor Plum
0: I still have more rooms So Professor Plum Where
1: Oh uh, Professor Plum also saw two rooms Good The billiards room Uh huh And the hall Oh Also I hope Someone listening is following along And
0: So so currently It's not green rope Ball billiards room that's not ball, that's hall It's not re- It's not Reverend Green, it's not the rope It's not the hall, the billiards room, the ballroom, the library Or the lounge
1: mm-hmm.
0: Whoomst didn't murder
1: Professor Plum saw Miss Peacock
0: Ah I thought Which you were like-
1: I did write Miss Peacock in this one She's Mrs. Peacock, what, what's wrong with my brain?
0: Uh, pff, do we really have time to go down that road? <laughs> uh, okay, well I'm halfway through. I still have four characters, five weapons, and four rooms.
1: Cool. <laughs> so, next?
0: Next up on the character list that I have open in front of me already and I'm not reopening it's, is Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard.
1: Colonial, I hate that word so yeah, much. Yeah, it was
0: definitely like the first time as a kid I'd seen Colonel written down and definitely had no idea how it was supposed to be pronounced.
1: Yeah. I had to write it a bunch. Because it's. We're making the list for this and also making my little sheet. Yeah. And I just thank you autocorrect because I was not going to get there myself.
0: Phonetically pronounced the same as a kernel of corn. Mhm. Spelt slightly <laughs> S- differently. Spelt
1: completely differently.
0: Colonel.
1: There's like three three letters that are in both of those words. Mm.
0: So Colonel Mustard is former military. Uh-huh. He served in I don't know the Crimean War probably. <laughs>
1: It's unclear whatever war is going on at the time.
0: Well, no, because like, he's like he's a veteran. He's not not currently. Oh, okay. He fought like thirty years previously. He's sure. old. Sure. Yeah. He's, like, yeah. Apart from Mrs. White, I think he's the oldest character.
1: Yeah. So he's a retired. Yeah. He... Military man. A vet. Yes.
0: Trinarian. That's
1: what <laughs> No, not that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh... the pure animals, he pours mustard on them.
1: Uh... Uh, do you want to know why he's called Colonel Mustard?
0: Oh, instead of being called Colonel Yellow, yes, I read this recently.
1: I also read this. It's in front of me.
0: Well, you've already given law. Okay, he's. They changed. They changed it from being Colonel Yellow because they didn't want the connotation that the military man was a coward. Yeah, just stupid.
1: It is. Yeah,
0: it's the cowardly way out.
1: <laughs> it is. In a bizarre plot twist, it is the cowardly move here.
0: Yeah. Although, like, I, I still prefer like minimizing the number of actual colors. Like green works cuz green is, is a, name. a name. Yeah. Scarlet fine.
1: White is also a name. Yeah. Um But like
0: yeah, going mustard rather than yellow is good, plum rather than purple is great.
1: Yeah. Peacock Pe- 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 is fun. Yeah. It very much brings to mind a very specific shade of blue. Yeah. Like
0: Well, that's yeah. not the shade of blue that like
1: She's usually portrayed as yeah. She's
0: shown with a lighter blue than I picture a picture of peacock.
1: It depends on the game.
0: Also, of course, peacocks are exclusively male.
1: <laughs> yeah. In the Scooby-Doo Clue version. Scooby um, Clue. Scooby Clue. Velma is Mrs. Peacock, and she she's wearing the blue dress. Like it's Velma, but she's wearing the blue dress with like the peacock feathers on it.
0: Why? I don't know. Why do they have to change the looks? Like the Scooby-Doo characters have such iconic, distinctive looks.
1: To color code them
0: Velma's orange
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know
0: Daphne's purple Freddy's white or blue
1: On the sheets It says like Mrs. Peacock And then Velma In parentheses underneath
0: That's stupid <laughs> There's no need for that
1: <laughs> All of the weapons Are different though And those just got To stay different What That's
0: the part That would have made More sense to stay the same I mean you probably Don't want Scooby-Doo Walking around with a gun Yeah <laughs> What's the thing You say with a gun
1: Bang? What? What do you mean?
0: I'm trying to make a joke. What's the thing you would say where you're holding a gun or, like, you're, like, pointing a gun at someone? Rebecca! Put your hands up! <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo with a gun. That was the joke.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Worth the wait. That's just the Scoob and Shag comic, I think.
0: Anyway, we've already sorted Scooby-Doo.
1: We <laughs> yeah, have. We're not here to talk about Scooby-Doo. Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard is portrayed as, a. Uh, great white hunter in quotes which I don't know what that means very dangerous great white sharks I guess right like that doesn't make sense that's not a thing very dangerous and cunning relying on his military training he is depicted as a bit of a bumbler in a more cartoonish vein in the movie in particular he is a bit bumbling
0: sure so the fact that they wanted people to think he's not a coward
1: (laughs) and then dumbed him down
0: well the fact that they want people to think he's not a coward sort of leans towards Gryffindor as what they mm. want his identity to be. Yeah. But that's bullshit, because you know what? Changing a name so that people don't think you're you're a coward is so fucking cowardly.
1: It is. It's yeah.
0: pathetic.
1: Yeah. It's pretty sad.
0: Yeah. Also you said he's cunning, so Slytherin.
1: Absolutely Slytherin. Yeah. Do you have a question or two? I for suppose I must <laughs> Paper fully.
0: Yep, this is my uh, detective notebook. notepad Yeah My Cluedo notebook Yeah Of clues
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Mustard Yes What murder was not weaponed?
1: It wasn't The wrench Oh, okay I had a brief moment where I was like Am I gonna do a voice?
0: <laughs> the spanner? Yeah Were you gonna do a voice? No Do a voice
1: Okay You gotta ask me a question
0: though Colonel Mustard Yes <laughs> Uh, I've got three more people. Um, who did you? See?
1: I saw Miss Scarlet. Uh, okay. And it wasn't her. Okay. And we were making out. We weren't. She didn't like me.
0: Yeah, she's also probably a third of your age. <laughs> what the fuck? You're probably like six closer a sixty and she's probably closer to twenty.
1: I am ashamed of my actions. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go do some hunting to make up for this
0: Well, I mean, you're getting arrested Regardless of whether or not you did the murder I
1: didn't do the murder
0: Well, you've got a one in three chance you did do the murder But also You might have
1: done the murder I don't know who did the murder I can't remember
0: (laughs) But also arrested for pedophilia I hate
1: this voice that I'm doing Can I stop?
0: I, please (laughs) This is the worst thing that's ever happened
1: (laughs) This is why I don't do voices (laughs) The character overtook me and he was a gross old man
0: Fucking hell (laughs) Anyway let's talk about Miss Scarlet
1: (laughs) Miss Scarlet The twenty
0: something (laughs) Daughter of someone who's also probably too young for McConnell Mustard (laughs)
1: Originally she was an attractive blonde Okay. Uh but was redesigned as Femme Fatale in the seventies. Okay. She's yeah. She's a little bit too stereotypical wearing a black dress and smoking cigarette cigarette holder. Black no, she's supposed Bright. to wear a red dress. Yeah. What are you uh, talking about? So she was finally recast as brunette in the US version. Uh well I know her as a, a brunette. Fam- and she was a famous actress in the UK version.
0: Sure. I know her as it- like <laughs> dark brown slash black hair.
1: Yeah, I don't know why it says recast as a brunette in the U.S. version as if that is her job, and because in a famous actress in the U.K. version, it's so like, what's your job? Oh, she's a famous actress, and then in the U.S., oh, I'm a brunette.
0: Well, you know, brown hair pays well, I guess.
1: What a mess! <laughs> Thanks, SportsFeelGoodStories.com.
0: Thanks, Parker Brothers. Miss Scarlet, yes.
1: Very much a femme fatale type.
0: Yeah. Also a little bit of that socialite aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lady in quite literal little red dress.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's the hot one. Yeah. Was that a Love Actually reference?
0: She's the sexy one. That's what
1: the line is. That's how it played in my head. It's like, she's the sexy one.
0: Oh. 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 (laughs) Well.
1: Those are gross noises. It's Colin. (laughs) I know, I understand.
0: Colin. (laughs) Frizzle. Oh.
1: Chalk a block. (laughs) Something went the way. Bottle. Bottle.
0: Am I being a sexy Englishman right now? No. Table.
1: I think that's the point though. It's the same, yeah. <laughs> I can like perfectly hear the way that he says chock a block full of condoms, chock a block
0: full of condoms. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: anyway, we're gonna start Love Actually again, I guess.
0: I figured it out. English girls are too stuck up.
1: <laughs> All right, let's just pause the podcast. We're gonna r- r- recite the entire <laughs> call and plotline from Love Actually. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) He goes to America and meets Miss Scarlet (laughs) Who murders him
0: Yeah with a rope In the library
1: (laughs) The crossover we deserve
0: (laughs) (sighs) Cluedo actually
1: (laughs) Cluedo actually Uh, I mean there's enough characters You could make it work
0: (laughs) So Miss Scarlet Hogwarts house
1: is Scarlet Field Gryffindor to me Yeah, yeah She's like, she has a lot of, um What's the word I'm looking for? Boob? <laughs> is that a Gryffindor to me?
0: <laughs> I don't know, what are you looking for?
1: Confidence I feel like she's got a lot of confidence
0: Sure, yeah, lots of guts
1: Yeah, she's kind of feisty Moxie Yeah Spunky Yeah, real go-getter
0: <laughs> For whatever reason, it's a line I remember from I think Stuart Little 2 where the cat's saying to him like you got a lot of guts kid and spunk And not to mention Moxie You've got guts spunk and Moxie I, I, I don't know why You know every, You just have little things That have just stuck with you Chuck a block <laughs> Exactly And for me it's this one fucking line that the cat says In Stuart Little 2 Starring Michael J. Fox As Stuart Little
1: he was.
0: And Hugh Laurie is his father.
1: Yeah, that one I did remember. Who let that happen? Uh, do you have a question for Miss Scarlet? Uh,
0: okay. Um, where's my list? Right. So right now, I know it was either white plum mustard, knife revolver candlestick pipe, conservatory kitchen study dining room. And I have two questions left where I need to eliminate. Have
1: four questions left.
0: Well, sure Where I need to eliminate two characters Three weapons And three rooms What weapon did you not see murdering?
1: Miss Scarlet saw a candlestick Oh And it wasn't being used for murder
0: Where did she see a candlestick?
1: In the dining room, conveniently Oh She was hanging out in the dining room Eating some snacks There was a candlestick there Yeah And no one was murdered in front of her
0: I see well let's move on to our final main character. Very important. The Right Honourable Reverend Green.
1: Reverend Green. Or in the US version, Mr. Green simply.
0: Reverend Green.
1: Um In the the, the Parker Brothers specifically did Some
0: stay dry while others flee the scene.
1: Oh. That came together surprisingly <laughs> well. Reverend Green was changed to Mr. Green for the US version Because the Parker Brothers specifically Didn't think it would be appropriate To have a a religious man Involved in a murder
0: (laughs) Parker Brothers are stupid as shit (laughs)
1: Yeah (laughs) Like no no he can't be here A part of this He can't potentially have done a murder He's a man of the lord
0: (laughs) Of the cloth (laughs) Yeah. Name one time in history That a religious person has done a bad thing
1: (laughs) Crusade <laughs> it's not like the world was built on religious persecution and
0: uh But to be fair, every religious text in the world does say hate thy enemy <laughs> Hate thy neighbor.
1: Ah
0: uh... So Reverend Green. Yes. A man of faith. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. What you got?
1: A plump middle-aged man of the cloth who wore <laughs> Of the cloth. Um He's just a sweet middle-aged man
0: Unless he's not
1: Unless he's doing a murder The good reverend was the vicar of the a village near Tudor Close I don't know what that means or why it's relevant
0: Tudor Close would be Which would be like the street name
1: Oh, okay <laughs> Okay, but Close and Close are spelt the same I know
0: Do you not get Closes here?
1: No ah. No, I have
0: have don't I've done a Close or two in my time
1: mm. Anyway Yeah <laughs> Are you getting
0: Hufflepuff vibes? Sure From this dude? Yeah Cool Yeah <laughs> I mean that's about all I've got. I don't know anything about a personality. Was he uh, was he the one who, was he gay?
1: I thought that was plum, but you said no, the that, other guy was plum. Cuz
0: Christopher Lloyd was plum. He must be. I'm pretty sure because he's not a reverend in the movie. Oh, he's not a movie, reverend in the because movie because the movie is based on the American version.
1: Yeah.
0: So he, in the movie he's Mr. Green and therefore it's okay for him to be gay.
1: Yeah. Unless it is one of the secret endings in which he reveals that I'm going
0: to go home and sleep with my wife.
1: Stupid! Uh,
0: One third of the time, he's straight.
1: <laughs> Incredible.
0: Yeah, puff.
1: Cool. Green. Would you like to ask uh, him? Unless
0: we're talking about the movie version.
1: Okay, well, what would you say the movie version is?
0: Well, it depends on the ending.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, was, what is he if he ends up being straight at the end?
0: Well, not specifically because he's straight, but because of, like, the... Badass action hero uh-huh. Gryffindor
1: Sure And if he's not
0: Then probably still Hufflepuff Okay Also If he turns out to be straight And he's gonna go home And sleep with his wife
1: Gryffindor's fuck He fucks Yeah Excellent
0: <sighs> Alright reverend Yes whom did you and the lord see
1: We saw I don't know why I'm playing along With this stupid <laughs> Mrs. White <laughs> This
0: is your game Alright Where
1: In the conservatory
0: Okay, so it's time for the guess. It's
1: time to make a guess. It's time. Yes, it's, it's time, time to... for the clue reveal round.
0: So, <laughs> for those playing along at home, we've got it narrowed down to either plum or mustard,
1: mm-hmm, the knife, 50, revolver,
0: though. and pipe. Yeah,
1: you didn't. I you only know, know half of
0: the weapons, and either the kitchen or the study.
1: Okay, so fifty-fifty on two accounts. That's good odds. <laughs>
0: Not really. You've got to get all three guaranteed correct eh. uh, how, about,
1: how about this stupid. I'll give you one test guess And then show you a card if you got it wrong Or like tell you which one you got wrong okay. Like you would in the game oh. Like you can make an accusation
0: Well, in the, Yeah but in the game you're then eliminated
1: no, no 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 Like like you're making a guess in a room
0: Okay <laughs> I'll,
1: give, I'll give you one free guess
0: I suspect then Because it's it, you suspect when you're just going around making the guesses yes. and you accuse yes. when you're trying to end the game Yes I suspect colonel mustard with the revolver in the kitchen
1: I'm gonna show you the revolver
0: But I don't know if the other two were right or wrong
1: One of them is right
0: Oh, one of them is... Oh, but the other one's not so now it's 50-50 on which one I change <laughs> And also 50-50 on the weapon This game is stupid
1: Should I give you both of the ones? I don't know Alright, oh. it wasn't the kitchen either
0: Oh, fine Then I accuse Colo Mustard mm-hmm. In the study With The
1: you What? You got this, you got this Knife Ah so close <laughs> Stupid. It was cardinal mustard in the study with the pipe
0: <laughs> The lead piping yeah. Not not the not the smoking device No Sese murder weapon
1: Yes I thought it was implied <laughs>
0: Well murder <laughs> weapon Come on that's good That's really good <laughs> oh.
1: I would I would totally win
0: <laughs> <laughs> but would you wear a shirt that says "Cessez ce ne pas un Harry Potter podcast"?
1: I would wear that too. Um, but I love just like like the lead pipe and then sin <laughs> sorry for my garbled French there. I was laughing. I hard to pronounce it properly.
0: <laughs> now that that bullshit is over with,
1: it was fun.
0: That's, okay, that's fine. I'm glad I it was fun. fun. I'm glad. <laughs> Doesn't mean it wasn't bullshit.
1: Oh yeah, it absolutely was.
0: Now that that bullshit is over with, uh huh, it's time.
1: It's time.
0: It's time for the lightning bolt All, All right. right. I guess I'm throwing to you first. Okay. Because as far as I'm concerned, there is no such character as Mr. Body. <laughs>
1: So, Mr. Body is the name of the victim in the U.S. version of the game, because he's a body. Although it's spelled wrong? Like a name. I don't know. I didn't make the game. Look, I, it's yeah. vaguely clever. Um, <laughs> fuck. He's dead. Uh. He's a Hufflepuff. Why?
0: Just
1: plays around. <laughs> Doesn't do much. Wow. Pretty passive. What a fucking dick. Um, How about you tell me about Dr. Black then
0: So Dr. Black is the victim in Cluedo (laughs) Uh, So named because he's Like every character in the game He's named after a colour It's a whole theme that runs through every character Within the entire series No matter what
1: The vaguely racist implications That Dr. Black is the character that has died Wow
0: I guess I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be white because yeah, all the characters the- were white.
1: Of all of the colors to pick to kill, yeah. mm. it's
0: probably, probably,
1: probably unintentional. But it's
0: probably honestly because they didn't want to, have to make the black playing piece.
1: Sure, because
0: that's not a fun char- color to move around the board. <laughs> they shouldn't have done white. That should have just been orange. Yeah, but whatever. Doctor Black, you know, I was part of me wanted to say Ravenclaw because he's a doctor, he's clever mm-hmm. and intelligent and all, mm-hmm. but. The fact that he threw he threw this fancy dinner party, mm-hmm. fancy party, and also so many people want to kill him <laughs> because of his actions and such. So I'm going to say Slytherin. <laughs> okay. How about Dr. Orchid?
1: Dr. Orchid is a more recently included character who is supposedly Dr. Black's adopted daughter.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Is some backstory that I've seen
0: uh-huh.
1: Um, Her colour is like a fun pinky It's basically pink She's basically yeah, a she's, pink she,
0: player she, No, the orchid is t- 100% pink
1: Yeah, again a doctor and I'm gonna say Ravenclaw Okay Tell me about Miss Peach
0: So Miss Peach is an additional suspect In the version of Released by Parker Brothers The Clue VCR Mystery Game <laughs> From 1985 Uh huh which introduced the first new Cluedo characters in 36 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Miss Peach, quote, is a Southern belle who usually manipulates others with her charm. Oh. In Clue Master Detective, Georgia Peach claims to be the long-lost grandniece of Mr. Body. <laughs> okay. Some bullshit there. Yeah. Let's go slither Slytherin. She manipulates. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about... Monsoir Brunette
1: I don't know the backstory on this one
0: Also from that same release Okay Monsoir Brunette is a con artist With many talents, passports, and accents Who is usually a Frenchman Intent on personal gain His name is derived from Mr. Brown One of the game's oldest patented player names But has not previously been used Okay In Master Detective His full name is Monsoir Alphonse Brunette And is depicted as a Fraudulent art dealer And arms dealer Who nearly made a killing By selling what he claims to be The Venus de Milo's missing arms (laughs)
1: incredible. You
0: know when you don't finish reading a sentence until you're <laughs> saying the words?
1: Yeah. Uh, that's very good. Um so Slytherin, but I, wa- I I like specifically because of the the long-running family. Like he was one of the original characters uh-huh. and it just has come down the generations, never been used until that point. Okay. So that that feels very Slytherin to me. Also all of the crimes and bullshit.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: but I wanted to make that point specifically. Yeah. Uh, tell me about Madame Rose.
0: Madame Rose, quote, is a stock fortune teller in the VCR game Madame Rose's Mr. Body's <laughs> sister in Clue Master Detective. Her full name is Madame Rhonda Rose and is depicted as Mr. Body's ex secretary of Hungarian heritage, whose real name is Rhoda Rosengarten.
1: What?
0: I don't know. She's this either is a his lot. <laughs> secretary or sister, and also a fortune teller.
1: So it depends on the version. I
0: guess. Fortune teller. Who knows Uh, Well What what house is Trelawney Isn't she Ravenclaw
1: I think she's Ravenclaw I'm gonna
0: say Ravenclaw
1: Okay
0: How about Sergeant Grey
1: Sergeant Grey I'm guessing is another One of these characters That were in a one-off Yeah pretty much Um, I
0: think Well no they've shown up In multiple versions since
1: Okay Um Yeah What's Sergeant Grey's deal, then?
0: Sergeant Grey is a corrupt police sergeant. The name Grey was originally used as one of the ten characters filed with the game's original patent. Miss Grey and Mrs. Silver are some of the oldest colour names previously unused, and Grey is one of the most enduring names in later editions, albeit with different characters depending on the edition. In the VCR game, Sergeant Grey is a crazed mental patient who escaped from the asylum. What? He was He was in and posed as a police officer. In Include Master Detective, Sergeant Grey is a no-nonsense, corrupt, unimaginative, and colorblind police officer who stumbles into the crime scene while collecting funds for the... P-
1: this is a lot.
0: Police blackmail awareness fund.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Okay, but making the making Sergeant Grey colorblind... Yeah,
1: that's, that's delightful. That's a
0: really funny touch.
1: Also the, like, morally grey... Thing
0: of, like, corrupt uh, yeah. police
1: officer is great. Uh, um, uh, like they're really working with very little here, and they're they're making it work for yep.
0: them.
1: Um, Slytherin, sure. Corruption. Yep. Is is very Slytherin. All right. Can you tell me about Captain Brown?
0: I can try. Captain Brown, according to Wikipedia, is a one-time suspect. Oh. In 1986, Super Cluedo Challenge and Super Sleuth were released in the UK, introducing the second wave of new board game characters. Oh. Captain Brown, or Captain Robert Brown, is a lower-class drunk seaman who arrived at the mansion <laughs> under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> drunk seaman... I'm going to go Gryffindor.
1: That's the vibe I got, too.
0: Yeah. How about Mr. Slate Grey? <laughs>
1: This sounds like a Sergeant Grey ripoff.
0: Wow, you think it's a ripoff?
1: Uh yeah, a ripoff of their own character. Definitely not a reimagining and a renaming of a character that they had uh, copyrighted at the
0: uh, original in Well, he's not a sergeant. Yeah. He's a lawyer or accountant. Mr. Graham Slate Gray is a middle aged man in a grey suit.
1: Oh, uh, do you know who this is? Oh. Um, the victim from that one ace attorney case.
0: The the case where Maya is yeah, uh, Turner Gray. Turner
1: Gray, yeah. Gray. Yeah. yeah. Um, he yeah? Was the same guy.
0: Although he was a doctor.
1: Oh, he was a doctor, right, right. He was also an asshole. Um,
0: <laughs> Unlike uh, this character who has literal zero personality.
1: I'm imagining that he's an asshole, though.
0: Sure. i um, a lawyer.
1: Let's go Ravenclaw. For okay. Slate Gray. Okay. Can you tell me about The Thief? Because <laughs> I can't.
0: In 1991's Cluedo, The Great Museum, Caper, also known as. Clue, the great museum caper in North America. One player is a thief who has broken into the museum, because there's a museum, to steal paintings. Upon being spotted by a detective or a security system, they become represented by a grey pawn on the game board. So, to me, that sounds like there's some sort of like, it's some sort of like hidden role game, which I'm fascinated by.
1: That is interesting.
0: Right? Uh, Thief Slytherin. Okay. How about Mr. Meadowbrook?
1: You convinced me to put these on here and I don't know who any of them are. <laughs> so you have to tell me who this is.
0: Millennial Suspects. Oh. Released in two thousand three, Clue FX is an electronic talking version with audio voices and clues. The victim in this ver- version is Mr. Meadowbrook. Oh, he's the victim. Yes. Okay. Married to Jane Meadowbrook, who was Dr. Black slash Mr. Body's unseen solicitor, Include mysteries, he is known as Miles and is an occasional theft victim.
1: I think everyone named Miles was a Ravenclaw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> House hot take.
1: House that take. Uh,
0: stupid.
1: I had th- very, very quickly, three different characters named Miles came to mind. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, they're all Ravenclaw. Three? Uh, miles per hour.
0: Okay, yeah, sure
1: Um, I can't remember his last name But, oh no, it's Milo from It wasn't Miles, it's Milo from Atlantis Oh He came to mind and that was not accurate
0: Voiced by Michael J. Fox <laughs>
1: Voiced by Michael J. Fox Um, uh, but it's close enough that I think it also counts And he's a Ravenclaw Uh, and then Miles Edgeworth,
0: obviously uh, Yeah, obviously
1: Um, who is... Definitely cloth. Okay Anyway Tell me about Lady Lavender
0: Lady Lavender is An herbalist Who may have poisoned Her husband Lord Lawrence Lavender Lady Lavender is an Honorable woman And occasional troublemaker At times Her Asian heritage Is reminiscent of Miss Scarlet's And she investigates Mr. Meadowbrook's death Including mysteries She is known as Su Shan Okay um, Herbs Herbology Hufflepuff Okay How about Mrs. Meadowbrook
1: This is the wife of the deceased Yes In the
0: Correct
1: Millennial version
0: Yes (laughs) Whose murder investigation Is headed by Miss Peach With the aid of Lady Lavender Prince Hazur And Lord Grey In Clue Mystery She is known as Jane She is also a playable character In the 2006 Clue DVD game
1: we have a copy of that somewhere
0: oh well there you go she's a playable character in it
1: if you want to play the DVD clue sure we at should some point. we
0: clearly should have played that to prepare for sorting these characters <laughs> what Hogwart's house for mrs. Meadowbrook
1: do we know anything about her
0: she's the wife
1: Hufflepuff path. <laughs> So disappointed, but Hufflepuff Prince Azur
0: Prince Azur da, 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 <laughs> An art and arms dealer They love putting art and arms dealers As yeah. one thing Including mysteries, he is known How as often? Philippe
1: How often is that a career combo?
0: I don't know I'm guessing it's because sometimes they just write The wrong word <laughs> And so they're like, well I guess I do both now Um, Blue But Dealing mm, Slytherin. Okay. Please, Alex, tell me about Rusty Nailer. I can't. <laughs> the bitter old Tudor Mansion Gardener. His name is a play on Rusty Nail.
1: Oh, is it? Is it? I, I wouldn't have figured that out.
0: The bitter old Tudor Mansion Gardener. Hufflepuff. Okay.
1: Garden. <laughs> tell me about Lord Grey.
0: Lord Grey is a former army cartographer who designs gardens. <laughs> In Clue Mysteries, he is known as Alfred That's clever, R- uh, Ravenclaw Tell me about the butler
1: The butler probably did it
0: <laughs> The butler. Of course the butler did it, uh, it butler. Is this a
1: specific instance of the butler? Or is this just like I don't
0: know, you made the list
1: Oh, you know who this is? Isn't
0: this from the movie?
1: No, this no. is from DVD Clue Oh right,
0: the host of the, the game The host
1: of DVD Clue Yes Essentially the same, co- the same character as Tim Curry in the movie Yes um, Ravenclaw. Okay. And finally, JD, will you tell me about Yvette?
0: Yvette is the Made from the live-action 1980 something movie Clue. Uh huh. I will give you that the movie is titled Clue because it has no relation to the board <laughs> game whatsoever.
1: It's like disappointingly color coded. It's in that it's not color coded.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's the number of changes between this and the board game. Like, I'm happy to say it's an entirely separate thing. Sure. It has the fun thing of in cinema, it had three different endings, and you didn't necessarily know which one you were going to get when you went to cinemas. Some cinemas would straight up list it as Clue ending A, ending B, or ending C, defeating the point entirely.
1: But I mean, if you'd seen one, maybe you want to go see another one.
0: I, I mean, yeah, but like,
1: it's fun if it's a surprise. Yeah.
0: And then you talk to your friends and be like, "I can't believe this happened," and they're like, "No, it didn't.
1: That's not who did it. It was this person." That is such a clever, fascinating thing. And this is why I needed at least one character from the movie, is because I wanted to talk about this thing that they did with the movie and the different. I I can't think of another example of something like that being done ever.
0: So Yvette is hypersexualized to the point of comedic relief. Everyone is constantly staring at her boobs
1: <laughs> They're just kind of out
0: Yeah you, you you might as well be able to see the nipple Yeah Um, And she dies Doesn't she? Doesn't she die? Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah Rip Late in the movie She does die
0: Um, She's kind of portrayed as like a bimbo
1: Yeah She's doing her best
0: Gryffindor oh, Okay Because why not? I yeah know. I like that And that Is Cluedo Sorted (laughs)
1: We did it
0: Duh (laughs) Cluedo Uh huh (laughs) Yes dear I will die on this hill This stupid pointless hill
1: (laughs) Yeah Is
0: where I'll die
1: I'll be busy Playing the fun murder solving (laughs) game Without you
0: (laughs) Well that's only because I'll have already solved the mystery
1: yeah, you're really good at it <laughs> It is time to sort it out Yeah It is your turn, JD
0: Yeah Today, I want to talk about a very specific scene From Deathly Hallows That at the time was kind of loud as being one amazing, awesome scene That, would, like, when read aloud, would get cheers from crowds being read Not my daughter, you bitch Oh Let's unpack this, shall we?
1: Uh-huh So
0: first of all Yeah Like not my daughter you bitch I believe bitch At least in the movie Was definitely said In Prisoner of Azkaban And I'm not sure If it was actually said In the book It was Aunt Marge Ostensibly Uh, talking about dogs Although she was actually Talking about Lily Yeah But this is like The big swear moment In the series It's like Oh snap And Molly Weasley Gets to say it Uh huh Why does she say it? Why does she have to use sexism? Yeah, the the most sexist term imaginable, or no, not the most sexist term imaginable. Uh, But she specifically has to go with a sexist insult here. Like, there's so many more valid things to actually say about Bellatrix being a terrible person and everything. But also the reaction, not my daughter. Oh, one (laughs) of her sons has already died that night, but not my daughter.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I can lose a son. I've got six of those.
1: Yeah. Like, but not that's, my daughter.
0: That's the only girl I've got.
1: It's pretty messed up. Like, her remaining sons are in that room. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It just.
1: It's like, okay, yeah, you have a favorite, and you just uh, put that on blast for the entirety of Hogwarts.
0: <laughs> it's. <sighs> also, this big epic confrontation the defeat of Bellatrix the Strange, Voldemort's number two. Mm-hmm. Molly Weasley? Really?
1: That I'm okay with, actually. Well,
0: but why is it Molly, though? Mm. Supposedly, the reason why Molly has chosen to do that is to represent true, like, maternal love versus Bellatrix's twisted love for Voldemort. That is the reason given for that battle there. Except that that's already represented so much better in so many other ways.
1: Yeah. I
0: wrote my freaking dissertation on this. Yeah. You want a better portrayal of maternal love in the climax of Deathly Hallows? Narcissa Malfoy yeah. lies to Voldemort's face yeah. that Harry is dead because she wants to protect her son and go and get him out of harm's way.
1: Yeah, like that is a much better example. So
0: much better. Yeah. And Molly also gets to portray familial love plenty in many strong so ways much. throughout the entire series, like birthday
1: gifts for Harry and basically adopting him and doting over him. Like there is so much of her doing. That. She
0: doesn't need that in that scene.
1: No, I guess it's. It's, it's the, fine,
0: like, but she doesn't need it.
1: Housewives can be awesome too. Sure. Which, like, yeah. I mean, she's there at the battle. She's yeah. being badass. Yeah. No one is <laughs> arguing that she's not. Yeah. Um, I think part of it is like there's like a weird, slightly sexist thing where like a woman has to be killed by a woman. Okay. Otherwise, it's like a weird power balance thing, you know? Like, and I kind of get where that's coming from.
0: So there are two characters who would be a better suited, a better fitting killer for Bellatrix. Mm -hmm. The first one is obvious.
1: Neville.
0: Neville Longbottom could have easily like he deserved the right to face her and take her down. He got like that initial moment in Order of the Phoenix where he's like like he wants to avenge his parents. Yeah. And then obviously he doesn't get the opportunity to do there. He spent this entire year becoming stronger protecting Hogwarts.
1: Yeah. And I mean Neville does get his badass from killing the snake.
0: Sure. But like, and, like, it's, the film makes it way more epic <laughs> yeah. than it needed to be
1: Like, I don't know how much of that we even see in the book <laughs>
0: I think it's described as happening but Sure
1: like, But it's not really, like, a moment
0: No Yeah, it's cool to add him to the club of Destroy the Horcrux mm-hmm. But it's not like that's a particularly exclusive club no. Okay, so, like, they made sure Harry, Ron, Hermione got to each destroy at least one Harry got to destroy two, in a way Yeah Dumbledore got to destroy one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Neville gets to destroy one.
1: And then, is it Doyle? Crab or Crab? Vincent
0: Crab casts Fiend Fire, destroying everything <laughs> in the room of requirements, including a Horcrux. And that it's so almost, random. That
1: would have been so much better if it were like Malfoy. If it had been Malfoy? It, because he was a key player in all of this. Yeah, I mean, but-
0: the l- out of control fire would have been whatever. But yeah, if it had been yeah. Malfoy, that would have been something. And like but- Ginny and Luna don't get the chance to destroy a Horcrux. No. If we want to talk about female characters getting badass moments, what if Ginny had had the sword of Gryffindor and to- chopped oh off my that God. snake's head?
1: I would cry. Right?
0: And then <laughs> Neville gets his epic conclusion with Bellatrix. So that you're not taking you away from female characters. Yeah. Okay, housewives, I guess. But that. Is tenuous at best Quite frankly Yeah And Ginny gets the awesome moment With the sword And that's the sword That had originally saved her From this, the basilisk Giving a nice bookend to that That's such a good like And after we've been like Oh Ginny We have to break up Because otherwise You'll be in so much danger And after everyone's like No Ginny You're the only character Not allowed to participate In the final battle Yeah,
1: yeah. And like, she gets to do that Yeah and, and
0: when she Like the reason The whole like Not my daughter you bitch Happens in the first place Because Ginny Had been dueling Bellatrix Alongside Hermione and Luna
1: And holding her own yeah. yeah
0: But no it was Molly had to step in And take that And it's not like You can even say Oh but we can't corrupt Neville By having him be a murderer Or anything Because one He killed a snake And now you're Nowadays In certain <laughs> media You're telling me That's actually a human woman anyway <laughs> That's. <laughs> but also But we're fine with Molly Weasley being a murderer Yeah There's another character who would have also been a very good fit for fighting de- Bellatrix though
1: Is it Tonks?
0: It's Tonks
1: Yeah
0: We're told early on in Half-Blood Prince Supposedly that she felt guilt for Sirius' death Because she was dueling Bellatrix before he stepped in It's unclear how much of that is actually true Because we learn that she's actually supposedly in love with Lupin And that's why she's upset Yeah But there's a established case for her having been fighting Bellatrix and like Losing? Time- yeah.
1: Essentially, and this could have been her opportunity to come back yeah. and come out on
0: top. Yeah. If you don't just kill her off first so that Harry can have a parallel by raising a, a orphan and showing love to one because he didn't get the love.
1: That's a whole other messed up oh, thing. Oh, it sure is. Um you could have mm.
0: cuz like you could have at least given Tonks a badass moment in the battle before that happens, right? even if you're going to kill her, but she does nothing. She doesn't. She shows up. Tonks's only function in the books after Order of the Phoenix, I guess she wakes Harry up on the train in at the beginning of half the Prince. Sure. But her only that actual function yeah, it, well, it was anyone. The film mm-hmm. changed it to Luna. Uh, yeah. The only function she actually serves, which again, I think the film's even cut, kinda, is to have a baby for Harry to raise. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah. And that's a whole other thing I'll get into another time on that. And but... some
1: angst for Lupin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because he needed more angst.
1: Uh <laughs> huh. Yeah, like, Toms is such a cool character, and plot-wise, she doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah. So changing... The final confrontation with Bellatrix to either Tonks, or I do think, quite frankly, better Neville.
1: I think Neville is... is that would be my first pick. Yeah. And I do give... appreciate, like, Tonks would also be really good and then yeah. you get that, like, female moment of yeah. like, ladies defeating ladies if that's what you're going for.
0: Yeah, but you also get, like, a badass moment for women by having Ginny wield the sword anyway, which...
1: Yes. I love that. Yeah. Um, also, she's got those Quidditch muscles. <laughs> you, think, you think Neville can wield a sword?
0: Well, he had a cardigan (laughs) Yeah Ginny also deserved An epic badass moment After being told From the end of Half-Blood Prince That she is kind of Useless And is just there To be Harry's love interest And mother His actual children Uh, To be his happy ever after Ginny deserves
1: so much better Give
0: her the badass moment Of defeating the snake Yeah With the sword Give Neville the moment Confronting Bellatrix And avenging his parents Take away The horrible implications Of one Molly's sexism Mm-hmm and two, the implication that Ginny matters more to her than her other children.
1: Yeah, you like, have to, like a much simpler way to fix this. Yeah, is like, I mean, yes, all of these changes you're making are a yeah. plus, wonderful, I love them. Um, yeah. if you wanted to just, you could just change that one line that yeah. she says, and that would fix yeah. so much of it. Like saying, "Not my child." Yeah, you ass. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, like anything else. Yeah, Um, that fixes it. That that's less of a problem. Um, But you are correct in saying that there are much better ways to go about this particular moment. Yeah, and like I'd
0: not be funny. Like okay, badass moment for housewives, but also it's all about the kids. Yeah, it should be all about the kids. It deserves to be all about the kids. Yeah, like you give Dumbledore his moment of having broken the ring off screen, stuff. But apart from that, okay, at very least in Deathly Hallows, it's all about the kids, and that's because. It's all set up to like ha- have Harry lose all of his parental figures and all of his like safety blankets. Like he lost Sirius, he lost his parents, he loses Dumbledore, he loses Hedwig, he loses Dobby, he loses Remus and Sirius. Yeah, he loses all of these adult figures. Okay, Hagrid's still there, and the, like the like the symbolism of like Hagrid picking him up from the Dursleys and also carrying out his body. Sure. Yeah, the wizards the are there. That's a great parallel, but by that but... point, it's shown the kids are leading the fight. McGonagall yeah. is there, and it's but she's taking ha- instruction from Harry. Yeah, because Harry's in charge now. Yeah, the kids are in charge. Neville protected everyone for a year. He deserves to defeat Voldemort's number two because he's number two to Harry in the prophecy. Yeah.
1: Just. Yeah. 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 No, I'm with you.
0: So that's how I'd sort it out.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just want to like, say, like, removing Wally from that scene isn't... I don't, I don't know how to phrase this. I'm, I'm worried that it's going to come off as, like, she shouldn't be capable of
0: this. Not um, remotely that.
1: Because, like, she is clearly there on the front lines And yes. she is a very powerful witch.
0: There are plenty of other things I would love to see her do. Yeah. Just not take down, literally, the one character they've set up several other antagonists for. Like.
1: Yeah. Sh- like, that is that is Neville's antagonist. Yeah.
0: Molly could have had like some kind of confrontation with Narcissa if you want to do like a maternal. Th-
1: that could have been thing.
0: incredible. And like, um, and then you could have had them like instead of m- making Molly a murderer, you could have had her
1: help Narcissa get her kids out. of Yeah, there. like
0: and f- create peace and show that, that some it, empathy. Yeah, and show that like it, y- you don't have to do a murder to be strong.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I'm crying thinking. Yeah, you're that's right. th- that's
0: the missing piece of the puzzle there. <laughs> yeah, you t- you you give them that you have the better Tricks thing to Neville. You give the snake to Ginny. You have Molly and Narcissa interact and do this, and also show that they can overcome the petty squabbles of their husbands.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, that that that's the final piece for me. Like, yeah, because just taking Molly out of the equation seemed a little bit dismissive of her.
0: And when you take she out
1: can do so much. the
0: deeply problematic areas of her sexist language, and also s- implications that she cares more about Jenny than her other children. Like, yes, in two thousand seven, it was a cool badass moment, and nobody expected Molly Weasley to jump up and swear. But
1: I've said this before. <laughs> I think, honestly, Deathly Hollows, specifically Deathly Hollows, but the, some of some of the later books as well, was not edited thoroughly enough. Hmm. I don't think that the editors.
0: They trust. just like it's, it's. It's the author. We've got to trust her. She knows what she's yeah, doing. Yeah,
1: like you know this monolith of literature, children's literature or whatever. Um, like we can't argue with her and the stuff that she's written. Even though, like, I think they should have. <laughs> I think like the the editors and I don't. I don't know like whose fault specifically this is, but I think they should have. Yeah. Spent a little bit more time. Um, sort of picking at some of this stuff I understand why it was rushed there was such a huge demand for these books to be finished mm-hmm. and there was so much money involved mm-hmm. and like there was this huge fan base losing their minds I totally get it mm. but for the sake of the books being better I think they I think they needed to be more s- scrutinized yeah. in before publishing
0: yeah like, you want to save time though. Just spend slightly more money. Just like on an additional editor who could be going through things at the same time as yeah. the editor who's otherwise going through it. Like you're gonna, you're making an unfathomable amount of money off of this anyway.
1: Yeah, but like rewrites take way longer than.
0: Well, okay, well.
1: Like it's a more complicated thing than than that, but there's are, there are so many flaws. Yeah. That could have been caught.
0: I just want to throw a thing out there quick, because mm-hmm. like you know we started sorting it out to address the problems in this to show, to say like yes we as a podcast are not uncritically engaging with Harry Potter in, yeah. in 2021 yeah but also like i am bored of seeing takes like from people who are like oh harry potter is just is just bad and pe- like it was always bad and, like what no it wasn't
1: no it was
0: it was phenomenal it was a phenomenon there's a reason <laughs> it inspired a generation to read
1: it did something that nothing else had done before yeah. like
0: and many of these flaws, yes, they were always there, but we weren't looking for them because we didn't.
1: We were children.
0: One, we were ch- many of us <laughs> were children, and also like like we didn't have the reason. Like we we why would we be looking for We this?
1: didn't know that that was something to look at. We didn't.
0: Why would we look at the description of Rita Skeeter's hands as mannish and say therefore the author is a turf? Because it's one kind of thing from a book that released in two thousand one. Yeah, like the portrayal of goblins as. H- Hook-nosed bankers, the Jewish stereotypes, but it's not like the author created those.
1: No, oh no, no, no.
0: She engaged with them uncritically. Yeah,
1: and we have talked about that specifically. Yeah, yeah. But
0: that's that's my point. Like I've I've that seen that tape like, coming Tolkien. up again. But yeah, yeah it, it, it's a, an established thing. It's not the author going, "I'm going to be
1: anti-Semitic." anti-Semitic. Yeah. It's the
0: author going. Not just not thinking about it and just repeating what's already been done.
1: Yeah, and the majority of audiences didn't think about it until we got a little bit older and yeah. we took a look at the world around us and realized, like, hey, things are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe let's think about this a little bit more carefully.
0: I just wanted to add that on there because I've been seeing more takes lately about mm-hmm. like it always being bad and people be, pe- people trying to act like they're faux intellectuals, feeling like, well, I never read the books, so I never liked the books anyway. It's like, okay. That doesn't mean they were always bad.
1: And that doesn't make you better than anyone else no. or morally superior. No. Some of the things that Harry Potter, like the, these books, have brought into the world are such a force for good. Yeah. Like things like the Harry Potter Alliance, who have changed their name now to uh, Fandom Forward. Yeah. Um, largely because, well, they're incorporating more fandoms But because but they also want they to distance, distance from themselves this. But from...
0: they were still inspired to act By these books
1: like, And they've done so much good things yeah. And like wizard rock charity albums And like <laughs> We may
0: well never have met
1: That's the reason that we're here <laughs> right now Potter. Like you know, I mean I like to link it back to Hank Green specifically, but the only reason I found Hank Green was because of Wizard Rock,
0: so... Yeah, <laughs> like like the number of people who were inspired by Harry Potter on in early YouTube.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Vlogbrothers took off after A- Axio Deathly Hallows. Uh-huh.
1: And like, look at all the good that they've done Yeah. Because of this audience that they've cultivated yeah. And like, it like Sparked something in so many people And yeah. it has made such a difference And it's inspired so many people to be better Yeah And, yeah
0: Because and like, the morals to be good and to help are in there Yeah Just, the author kind of Missed that
1: <laughs> And the author's kind of a shit
0: <laughs> And so we're gonna, we carry on without her
1: Yeah that is that is a good a good note to end on there. Like, there are so many flaws in these books, and we are responsible for paying attention to them and yeah. calling them out, and that's why we have this segment. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that the books are worthless. They still had such an impact. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So thank you for listening to Sorted.
1: And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us.
0: You can find other cool shows on the network such as
1: Steampunks.
0: Green Mountain Mysteries
1: And our other show, Pokémakers.
0: Thank you to Matt Majakamo of the Wampum Wheelers. for our theme song, The House of Awesome theme song.
1: And if you agree or disagree with us or our sortings, you can find us on Twitter, at SortedPod.
0: You can also find us both individually. I'm at CodenameJD.
1: And I'm at Pachu P-T-C-H-E-W.
0: And while you're there on Twitter, tweet at us your favourite board game playing pieces. Want to know what the Hogwarts house is for the Monopoly Iron? Tweet at us.
1: I think we've done that before, but still send us those. We want them.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can repeat them because no one ever sends us anything.
1: <laughs> Tweet at us.
0: Please. Peace. Bye.
1: Bye. I'm start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house. It's
0: called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome.
1: Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.
0: Hi, I'm Tanner, and I'm Lindsay, and together we host a podcast called Not If I Reboot You First.
1: It's a show where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood
0: gets the chance to. We also do adaptations and spin-offs and sequels, but everybody seems to call those reboots too. It's everyone's favorite buzzword. Sometimes we make something really good, like when we turn The Mummy into a proper pilot for the Dark Universe.
1: Sometimes things go bad and I drunkenly yell at J.K. Rowling for an hour.
0: And sometimes it gets really weird, and we time-crash the entire Mighty Ducks franchise into a single universe.
1: So join us every week for something that's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction!
0: Follow us on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-POD. Those are the letters for the name of the show, and it's pronounced niiryf
1: I turned Princess Belle into Iron Man once.
0: Wait, what?